Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, Scott Edwards, and with me today is my good friend Dylan Murray from Stardom Quest. Dylan, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Scotty? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm happy to be a guest. You have a lot of energy. Um, I am up slightly earlier than I usually am uh, at at 9 a.m. and I am I am like. I am not at your level yet, so I got to get there. But I'm I'm gonna get there. Trust me. It's funny because I think I just flipped the switch. I woke up ten minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, literally fifteen fifteen minutes. Ago. Yeah, so it's like it, it comes and goes. But when I start the show, I always have the same exact uh, little punchline, so that's very easy for me to have energy for. Otherwise, we'll see how we get there. But of course. We are at a very, very big time in the Joshi world. Uh, lots going on. I feel like lots have been going on for a couple months now. But, you know, we're here towards the end of the five-star Grand Prix. We have this big weekend coming up. We literally have a live cork in, in less than 13 hours now. You know, yeah. it, we're, we're cranking. We're cranking. There's so much to be excited about, um, you know, Ice Ribbon has a big show this weekend. Uh, Wrestle Princess is coming up and so on and so forth. So there's so much to look forward to. Uh, but what we will be talking about today, of course, is the Stardom Five Star Grand Prix from this past weekend. While looking a little bit at this upcoming weekend, because, again, like I said, it's stacked. And we also have a Stardom in Showcase to preview, which is always so exciting. Um, I say always. We've had one. You get the point. It's a little fun. Um, yeah. And, of course, we have the Gato Move show to talk about and Marvelous from this past week as well uh, because those two promotions ran some big-time shows and delivered some big-time matches. But I'll stop uh, going on and on. I will talk about the five-star Grand Prix now. Um, and I know, Dylan, you review this every single week on your podcast, so I'm not going to make this the same old, same old for you. We're going to shift it up a little bit. We're not going to talk about every single match because with a three-match weekend, by the way, I, uh, neither of us watched the Monday show because yeah. I think it was uploaded an hour or two before we got on here, um, but still, lots of results, lots of matches. We're not going to... Uh, we're not going to break down my Sakurai versus. Wait, let me check who she faced. Utami. Uh, uh, Saki. Utami. Oh, Utami too. Yeah. Well, we we're not going to break know, all 14. that. Uh, oh, but dude. either way, my Sakurai. <laughs> I am all over the place. Okay. I I sorry for this is your show. I will try not to interrupt you too much. It's okay. We have watched. I have watched 114 block matches, um, and I am not fully caught up. I still have the most recent show. Um, my brain is mush uh, hey. from this point. It's like, it's just a bunch of like numbers and letters. Like I'm looking at my match guide of like the five star. It's just numbers and letters. I I can't <laughs> tell you anything about it, but I, I'm ready. I got this. I know that sounds I, very not good <laughs> for a podcast. I, but I, I like this. to personally thank that Yokohama Budokan show for like waking me up because otherwise it was like, all right, we're getting to that point where we're in trouble. We're in trouble. We're starting to fall off a little bit. There's been a lot of matches. That show, thankfully, was live. And I think a live aspect helps a lot, which is why I think tonight's Cork will help a lot, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, so many matches, so many 
and and while there's been so many amazing, fantastic matches that everyone should check out, there's also the other side of that where there's so many, you know, oh, well, that happened. It was okay. It was fine. Or, you know, even some were bad. So I get it. I'm right there with you. But I won't I won't hold us up any further. <laughs> I will get into the show beginning with this past Saturday. Uh, lots of GP matches. Just looking at the card, it was really a one-match show with a few matches having a chance to uh, impress a little bit. And I think... I think the matches that I expected to impress a little bit did, and then there was at least one that uh, rose above the occasion here that I did not expect. Um, Dylan, before I continue on to this show, and I, I know for people that may listen to Stardom Quest, they already know this answer, but how how has your you know full feeling towards been uh, been towards this tournament in terms of you know the way they've booked it? points wise and how they're you know building it to the last day and then just of course your overall enjoyment for matches and whatnot um from a like from a points perspective i'm a big i'm a big nerd about that type of stuff so i've enjoyed it i i like having more matches to have to deal with uh just mm-hmm. like in your brain and be like yeah. okay you know um obviously i'm happy with uh my favorite azumi uh being near the top at red block i wasn't really expecting that uh or going into the final day, she has a chance of like actually just winning the block. So I'm really happy with that and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, a- as far as a match match perspective goes, I would say this is probably I said this every year, but it's probably the best five star mm-hmm. I've seen. Uh, yeah. Just pound for pound, I-, I probably like favor like the twenty. I mean, I got into the company from the 2018 Grand Prix, so that was a relatively a bad year because it had some very bad foreign wrestlers in it uh <laughs> but also that was like the first year jamie that was the first jamie hater tour of japan so like you know it wasn't bad for everything uh but like in terms of just like a true like pound for pound this is probably the best tournament that they've ever run um there's a lot of great stuff in it and i've been very happy with it even though there are those those stinkers i'd say a lot from the red yeah. block has underwhelmed but mm-hmm. I- you know sure he's still there uh, you know, leading the pack. So like it, it, it's it's hard to fully even criticize that block for its match quality because she's still she's still killing. Yeah, I, I, the way I you, I've had that back and forth game for me throughout this tournament because I thought last year's tournament was incredibly special um, in terms yeah. of you know you had the ten person blocks and you had the Shuri run. And you just had so many things that worked for it, and I thought it was fantastic. And I didn't know, I didn't know if you could follow it up with something better, because I thought it was that good. And I feel that we've not only done that with this tournament, but heading into the final night, it might be even more exciting than last year because there are so yeah. many people in contention, right? I mean, you look at the Red Stars block; all these people are at fourteen or or between 14 and 12 points. Azumi, Micah, Tam Nakano, Risa Sarah, Hameka, Shuri, Utami, Hayashida. Like, that is the cream of the crop, and they're all in the fight to win their block. And then on the other side, it, it's a little more, um, it's a little closer in terms of points, but, of course, you had Azuki, who started off the way she did, Sayaka Mitani, Julia, Mirai, and Mayu Utani. 
you know, it, it's been a really fun time. While Starlight Kid and Suzu Suzuki are still legitimately in the tournament, they just uh, have some more matches to get there. Uh, one of them will, uh, one of them will probably be eliminated this weekend. But this tournament has done nothing but remind. And I think tell a lot of people who might be t- tuning in for the first time, like why stardom is probably the best wrestling company going right now. I know a lot of people want to say AEW, but listen, AEW has a lot more problems than stardom does. Stardom goes out there and delivers shows. They work with all these different promotions. I got a, now. I got a banger. I got a banger tweet. I saw that. I saw that. I got a bigger like, tweet oh, for criticizing for criticizing AEW, and I was yeah. like, "Oh no, this got to the wrong people." Oh yeah. no, they think they think I'm one of them. That's not good. Yeah. Anytime, anytime you hey, talk man, about the women's division in AEW, it's either going to be like a banger tweet that people agree with you, or it's going to be the complete opposite, and you're going to be getting yeah. buried in your comments for the next day, and you have to mute it. Been there, been there. Um. But back to back to the stuff. See, like a bunch of people were, see, a bunch of people were cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, I like Rio. I'm not. I don't. Right. That's just me. I just like Rio. That, that's that's my identity here. Yeah. Is I want to see Rio more. It, and, it's yeah. a fair identity. It's a fair way to reason. I mean, she's just never around. It doesn't make sense. But exactly, she, she didn't even get to wrestle elsewhere all that much which is like the most frustrating part it's, it's not like she's sheeta and is wrestling on all these shows she gets eight eight she finally wrestled this week or this past week matches eight matches this year man. that's insane that still feels sounds like a lot which is crazy because i just don't remember half of them um i guess the yuka match from rampage well, like was three this of year. them weren't aired but you know yeah that's true <laughs> um, oh no not in aw the entire in the world no, I, I, I know, I know. That's, that's the sad part. It's just so sad. I, I would love if she just like yeah. wasn't AEW anymore. Um, but that's that's again different comment. Uh, we'll get to the Saturday show. So the Saturday show, uh, yes. like I said, had some had some really good, had some surprises, and then had some stinkers. Uh, I, I want to start off with Sai Ida versus Suzu Suzuki. I think this was one. This was the beginning of a big weekend for Suzu Suzuki. Uh, who I think just, you know, dramatically turned around her tournament. Um, and this match really started off. You know, they they gave them pre-match promos, which was out of nowhere, just for this match and then uh, the main event. It was just like, yeah. Or was it the main event? There was another match that got it on the show, I think. Wasn't the... It was the, the recent They definitely match, had the next Maybe, no. It was yeah, def- yeah, definitely know. the next. I was really was Sarah and Tam. I got super excited. I was like, "Oh, pre-match promos yeah. again!" And then they just, I yeah, like, oh, I got to because that one was really good though. The way they used the Ida yeah. Suzu one, it's just it was just so random. Uh, but I thought the match was pretty solid, all things considered. I mean, you you go into some of these matches and you're like, "Well, I know who's gonna win." You know, uh, well, if Suzu lost this, then there would have been bigger problems, truthfully, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought it was a very good way to start off the show. I thought with the pre-match promos, you kind of established something to care about between these two. Um, and it felt this was the this was the weekend where it felt like Suzu was back on her game. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, but it felt like she and don't get me wrong, I think she's had an amazing tournament. Like if if I was to go by match ratings, she is like right there already for MVP conversation, despite you know, 
certain scenarios. But this felt like the weekend where she was fully Suzu in terms of confidence, in terms of character, in terms of matches. Like this, this Saida match wasn't like a match of the night or anything, but it was just really solid between these two. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, I don't know if I'm sounding. I, I really liked the match. I thought Saida versus Suzu was really, really good. Um, it, it did suffer a little bit of that, like that fatigue issue, where it's like I've seen a lot of Saida matches, I've seen a lot of Suzu matches mm-hmm. this tournament. Um, right. And they're starting to get into a rhythm, which is both good and bad. Uh, so this kind of like felt of that. Yeah. But I would say overall, this was still a really good match. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and like you said, Suzu's like she's been delivering well enough, right? Like for for a first big showing, it's kind of acclimating themselves in you know the singles role roles that they have been placed in. Because obviously in the past they've been as a member of prominence, they've been you know hanging out in that sort of sense, doing some hardcore matches. They've had a lot of highlights this year, and they're gonna be like, you know what, we are going to be consistent. We are going to kill this. We're going to have good matches every single time I, I'm in there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. great. It's it great is. for for them as prominence. It's great for them as individual wrestlers. It's great for stardom. It's great for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I will take. I'll I'll probably say this the ne- um for the next show because this is really where Sarah and Suzu had their big matches of the weekend. But I I never want them to not be part of stardom moving forward because i just think they fit (laughs) so well and they offer such a different dynamic than a lot of the roster i mean risa sarah i think a lot has surprised a lot of people not me but in terms of how well she's fit in and she's definitely made a lot of fans which is great to see um, for those who didn't ever see her beforehand but yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you. It, it's it's a t- this was a match where you're like, okay, I've seen a lot of both of them, but still really good. Um, I think Saeed has been the clear best in terms of the bottom of the barrel in terms of standings wrestlers, um, the match quality yeah. wise. I don't think it's really close. Um, some wrestlers have had good matches, but she has consistently been solid, consistently put on good matches, and that shouldn't be all that shocking, which is good for her. Um, all right, we'll move on here. Uh, my Sakurai and Risa... Oh, I skipped the match, but we'll, I'll, I'll go back to that. My Sakurai and Risa Sarah wrestled to a uh, double countout, which was very funny because uh, Risa Sarah absolutely destroyed poor My Sakurai with a swing, not once but twice. Um, and then she acted all shocked that she got counted out despite swinging her and beating the crap out of her for three Susan minutes. Was so, so disappointed, man. Susan was like, what are you doing? No, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was a great, sometimes time. violence is more important. Um, I thought the match, you know, for a double count out, which can be like annoying. I thought they worked it very well in that I wasn't, I wasn't upset with how they did it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Risa Sarah didn't look very smart not getting back in the ring. But if you're going to get counted out, at least you beat the crap out of my Sakurai in the process. Yeah. I mean, my Sakurai brought a truss out from the from backstage. So it's like, <laughs> what do you expect to happen? I 
Honestly, my, my initial thought was, oh, uh, my Sakurai and Risa Sayer, they have heat. Uh, they wrestled in that, you know, no DQ match at the last right. Starman Showcase. Uh, my Sakurai is Julia's second. Uh, so obviously there's heat with prominence just built in. I was worried my Sakurai was going to beat her. Yeah. And fair. they, uh, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, I'm, I'm rocking with this uh, over a my Sakurai win over Risa Sarah mm. um, as a Sarah fan, I, I'm rocking with it. I'm happy about it. And yeah, I thought the match was funny. Uh, I, I enjoyed it enough to where I was like, uh, this doesn't get marks off. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not <laughs> right. I would say watch it just to yeah. see the the crap that happens in it, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a good match by any means, but just like Risa Sarah just threw her into a wall at one point. Yeah, I was just like, I'm done now. Like that was it. She just, she just head first into a wall and walked back and it, i was just like yeah that's that's true yeah <laughs> um so yeah i i like this match even though it was just not a good match by any metrics yeah it, my way of looking at it was it was fine but it was entertaining and if yeah, something's exactly. entertaining to me then it's worth checking out um all right we'll move on here speaking of entertaining uh unagi sayaka lost again um and and this is a theme Dude. that I think a lot of people have taken notice of, um, you know, I have people that are, have gotten into stardom over the past year or, you know, they watch loosely that, you know, they look at the standings and they go, uh, what happened? You know, she's one in, I think one in nine now, um, which is insanity. Uh, she has two points. Her two points are against Saki Kashma. Otherwise she's just a loser. Who can't win? And I have now reached the point where all I want to do is see Unagi Sayaka win. And I don't, if this was their goal, then good on them. Uh, but it's almost like really sad to think of like where her placement has gone. And maybe this is part of a plan, but I don't really know because I don't know if they thought that deep with Unagi Sayaka um, with how loaded they their roster is. I hope so. Because she had the year that she had last year, right? And and I know you have, you know, documented your thoughts on that with all the title matches and all the wins and the strong five star. But now we're sitting here and there's there's just no success in sight. She has a uh, what, Momo Kogo on the last night? That might be her only success. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Um <laughs> It is. I, and, like, you know, I, I've said for a long time that Unagi is a loser. So, yeah, right. like, not, like, literally. Like, I, no, I, I've made that's... fun of her, obviously. But, like, like honestly, she, she, her place is to lose matches. Uh, early on when she was getting her, her ass beat by Julian Mayu, that was, like, an incredible period for her. Because everybody was like, oh, she is great at selling. Um, she just is very – she's a good underdog, you know, good fiery baby face. Uh, but she shouldn't win because that, right? Like, kind of like doesn't match the mystique. Uh, yeah, it's better. But to now build she's losing a bit too much. And I'm starting to feel underdog. bad. Uh, <laughs> right, right. It's it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly. To me. Um, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. I I feel like her losing more than her winning. Yeah, I expected her to probably not break five hundred uh in this tournament but that's still <laughs> right. I, I still thought like oh you know like eight points 
you know, like something like mm-hmm. that, eight, nine, ten points. Uh, she's just not even around anymore. Like she's just, she's just no. dead in the water. No, she she it's is wild. She is going to wrestle Momo Kogo on the last night for last to see who finishes in last place. And never for a yeah. second did I think that would even be a possibility. In the total. Um, it, like yeah, I mean she's on par with it. It's just bad. It's just bad. I mean I'm happy Sayida isn't in last place, uh, or even <laughs> second last place. That's 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 a dub for me. Um, I'm happy that Izumi beat her in the next day. Spoiler, uh, in for the next yeah. match for the next show that we're gonna talk about, Izumi beat her. So that's cool. But yeah, poor girl, poor girl. I I, I never thought I would like be like, man, you should give her a couple <laughs> more wins, bro. But yeah. I, here we are. I always expected her to get like that one big tournament win, like she, you know, did last year with Tam. She also beat Saya, of course. But yeah, she's not she's not getting any of them, and it's uh it's tough for her. But hey, Micah got two points out of it, so she's not complaining. Uh, we will get to the next matches here. Uh, Mariah versus Mina Shirakawa was a match that I enjoyed a lot more than I expected. Um, I. I am very, very, very open about how I feel about Mina Shirakawa as a wrestler. She's very good in the five-star Grand Prix. I'll give her that credit. But, you know, uh, the rest of the year, she doesn't do anything. So it's like anytime I get ready for her tournament matches, I have to, like, remember that she's actually decent in this tournament. This might be pretty good because I still have the mindset in my head of, oh, this is a Cosmic Angels tag where she's not going to try or be just bad. So here we go. And I, I finally, after all this time, have started to realize this. It took a while, of course. But I thought her and Mariah actually had a solid little match here. Very different from what I expected. Um, but, yeah, I thought it worked. And I thought they you know, got the job done. Mariah gets two points. Mariah quietly in contention to win that Blue Stars block. I think people uh, have kind of just assumed there's no shot, but she's right there with the rest of the field. Of course, she beat Julio in the opening weekend, so she has that little uh, match to her advantage. But yeah, how did you how did you enjoy this match, Dylan? I liked it. Um, unlike my my co-host on on StarmQuest, I enjoy a good technical match. I thought this was really <laughs> well done. I think Mirai, uh I said on StarmQuest as well. I think she's kind of learned how to like flow the technician stuff in mm. to the matches and make it feel very natural because um, yeah. that was really an issue that I had with her early on in her stardom run uh, not even so much in the TGPW run but just like matching it with the, her stardom style mm-hmm. and putting like injecting it into her matches it just felt odd but I think at this point she's definitely doing a really good job with it Mina Shirakawa I'm not a big fan of her technician stuff but I think this match served uh, proved me wrong a little bit it proves that you know what she could she could definitely do the techers if if she wants to. Um, <laughs> though I, I will say that I was a bit shocked that Mina lost this match because this felt like if if Mina is like trying to like prove herself as a technical wrestler, I felt like the like measuring stick would be getting an upset victory over Murat because uh, she's not going to get anything else. Right. Like that. Like that's pretty much the end of her tournament. I, I can't really see her winning. Uh, her last couple matches, you know, she does. It's like it wouldn't, it doesn't, it isn't going to mean as much as getting a technical like victory over Mirai, in my opinion. So, 
you know, like even even a match like a win over Sai Kamatani, which she has coming up, uh, I won't. I don't think it would be necessarily what Mina needs to kind of mm-hmm. like prove herself, quote unquote. Um, so yeah, I, I was really shocked that Mina lost this. Mm-hmm. As a match, it was good though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with, Mina has is, has such interesting booking because like there's part of me that kind of expects her to win matches out of nowhere. And then there's points where I'm like, oh, well, it makes sense that she lost. But, you know, she started off the tournament so hot. So it's like, oh, all right. Definitely chilled out a little bit here. Um, All right, moving on. Um, Let's see what we got here. Utami versus Saki Kashima was literally exactly what you expected. Saki Kashima beat Utami after getting ragdolled the entire match uh with the revival so there you go there that's 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 your review sorry dylan it's if you have some friends. big have some big thoughts on utami versus saki uh honestly for most of saki's matches unless they're bad then i have to like take notes on like how they're bad um i just put revival <laughs> yeah that's all i put in the in the note section is just revival that is all that you need to that's all that's that happens <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much like utami uh, beat her up revival and yep. that, that's my notes yeah it's in it's entertaining every time she beats someone with it. I will admit that. Um, all right, Shuri versus Saki. Again, when we're talking about wrestlers that I've been open about not fully enjoying, uh, Saki is right there. I think she's had a steady tournament in terms of, well, she has one bad match. But otherwise, you know, everything's around the same, you know, same match style every time. They run out there, they big boot each other, they hit each other a few times, and the match ends. Um, this match was what I thought was her best of the tournament, and, of course, she's fighting Shuri, so it shouldn't come as a shock that this was pretty good. I thought Shuri, you know, she just led the match in a different direction than the usual Saki match, which was really good. It, it caused Saki to have to do more, which was a welcome sight, right? Like she had to wrestle a different style. It wasn't just, all right, let's big boot each other in the face. Like I said earlier for three minutes and then go to the finish. Uh, you know, Shuri was absolutely destroying Saki with some kicks in this match as she does. Uh, but Saki fought back. She fought back. And she made it a contest that I didn't really expect in terms of I knew Shuri was going to win because Shuri's dropped so many, but had it been a different booking, I could have seen Saki steal this. Um, You know, if I went back to the beginning of the tournament and saw a match, they could have maybe had Saki win for a big match, but it's okay. It's okay. I like the way they drew this up. I think Shuri winning with the Ryuin is always nice because that doesn't happen anymore. Um, that tells you a lot about Saki's placement on the card. But that being said, um, yeah, she even used the she even used the shitty little Ryuin. Sorry, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. No, no, that's that's exactly <laughs> what she did, which I was shocked. Like, she like it wasn't even like a like a oh you're gonna plant her with it. She's kind of like like pushed her off of her shoulder. Uh, oh yeah, it was weird. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn you really just did that to her you didn't even you didn't even lay it in a little bit you just eh. Eh. she fell off my shoulder my bad and then pinned her i was yeah. like damn that's crazy yeah. but no i think i think sherry uh is having a hard time being stopped i think right. the only match that like was like less than actively good was her, her match with my sakurai and a lot of people like that i just personally like other than that every match has been notably a good match from sherry like she just hasn't mm-hmm. really missed at all 
uh, which is the Sherry special, but you always you always get kind of jaded by the the house show loops that you and I are oh so familiar with. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we're kind of like getting through this, you know, like obviously Sherry's top two, top three wrestlers in the world, but you you don't you don't forget, but you don't fully grasp just how incredible she is when she turns it on and she's turned on mm-hmm. this entire tournament and she just cannot be stopped in terms of match quality so i mean she she brings everybody to at least a good match for the most part this is one of them uh i think saki is good i think that this tournament has been kind of uh not great for her i think she's yeah. had better <laughs> showings elsewhere in other companies and even in, in Stardom. Opinion. i think that match with saya that's true i get i agree i always i mean unimon we'll talk about a little bit later that those two as a tag team i always really love them um obviously she has galaxy punch and whatnot but like even her match with uh sai kamitani from uh a couple months ago i thought that was really really good she hasn't really lived up to that yet in stardom uh and yeah i would say she's having a rough time but out of this match you know largely thanks to sherry was very very good yeah good way i think that's a good way to really talk about Saki's performance uh, it leaves me down on her because this is the tournament where I've seen her most singles matches yeah. but like you said I mean she fills her roles elsewhere very well and Shuri yeah, I think good. you may yeah she's it's just she's just like not... I, I've, had to, I've had to convince like very like you know like solely stardom fans that like Saki's actually good because I'm like <laughs> I, trust me okay i like she is good like i've seen her have great matches with nozaki i've seen her have good matches all over wave you know i've seen her have good matches i don't even watch actress girl I, girls i didn't really watch it much i've seen her have good matches there like i know she's a good wrestler yeah. um it's just she's really been underperforming in this tournament which is a shame but uh when she has she has a pretty pretty busy schedule i kind of get it uh she's not really going anywhere in this tournament so i, I understand why it's not the highest of priorities to make every match incredible on her part. She suffers from Risa Sarah and Suzu Suzuki. That's doing what they're doing. Um, that too. You know, as the outsiders, you kind of look at all three this in the same mindset, and yeah, <laughs> it's not even close. If <laughs> if we're gonna do that, but uh, yeah, the, and like you said with Shuri, I think I think she's had such a great tournament, but she's like. She's now in that Mayu classification where it's like, oh, yeah, you, we kind of expect you to do that. So we're not going to hype you up as much, but you're still having great matches. You're still putting on the best matches with the lower talent, which is something that I think her and Mayu have done in their respective blocks is have really good, solid matches with the people that you don't really uh, expect to have those matches if that yeah. makes sense, like, you know, with the, uh, you look at the bottom of the roster here. I mean, Saki's my number one, right? Like she's at the bottom of the red stars block and they had probably my favorite Saki match of the tournament. So yeah, it, it and Saki Kashima, I, th- I actually enjoyed that match a lot in the way they did that. So Shuri continues to be the just, unbelievably consistent most consistent wrestler in stardom uh even even if she's not the mvp or anything she's still she still does her best to belong in the conversation um all right main event time we had natsupoi versus starlight kid um i i 
I love this in terms of if you go into this match remembering the last time they had a singles match, you pretty much expect anything better than the 30-minute draw, right? Because, yeah. one, they, they're, not, they're guaranteed not to go 30 minutes, so that's a good start. Um, but also, you, you kind of just hope that they more so embrace the high speed, which they didn't even do that much of. It was more of a personal rivalry-based no. Even during their high-speed feud, they didn't really do high-speed. I think that was, like, one of the biggest criticisms um, from me and, like, my high-speed purist friends that were, mm-hmm. like, that, like, because, like, their first match, it was good. Like, this was, like, I think this was the day that Hazuki came back, right? Um, yeah. It was a good match, but I was, like, it's not a high-speed match, which is okay, but it's right. just not that. Um, no, and they've never that. really, they've never really, like, fallen into that category. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I didn't necessarily expect that out of them. Sorry for interrupting, but no, I, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, like if I'm going into this match as someone that knows who Nazi Poi is, knows who Starlight Kid is, and you just know that they're high speed wrestlers, you probably expect that. But I think you make a great point of, they don't actually do that. They don't, they, they wrestle a more so, I don't want to say main event style, but you know. I guess we'll call it a bit more elaborate style. style. Yeah, they they have they don't go the Azumi high speed style at all. They don't touch that. Um, And I think this was one of my favorites from these two. Um, Like we said, I think they've had four singles matches now, dating back to six. Six is that? Does that how how many with Starlight Kid as a way to tie? No, I'm thinking of that. Uh, All I I know is I think it's four. Because you had the okay, one last year in the tournament. I know that this match, this match had the pre-match promo. Yes, it did. And so that's so, why it was like, oh, we've wrestled six times. So, off the top of my head, it's the tournament match from last year, the title match where Kid won, the thirty-minute draw, and then this one as the uh, Awaito tie Starlight Kid. So Cinderella too. Okay, so they've had a lot. Um, Cinderella is like so. It, it goes to the back of my mind as like matches that don't fully count, um, which is that was like why I'm excited for Julia and Momo. That was like <laughs> so, the ninth match on a 15 match yeah. card, so I don't blame you. Oh, I remember how it ended, and I was stunned because I thought Starlight yeah. Kid was winning the tournament. So now I remember it. Thank okay. you for that. But going to this match, I thought what they did was great. Um, I know, I know what your feelings are on Starlight Kid, and I know they've changed over time, but. I think she has had a really, really good tournament. I think she and Natsupoi went in there and they gave you the main event you were kind of looking for. They made up for that 30-minute draw for me. Um, They have a feud that has almost become... It's not a blood feud or anything, but it's like right there. They're just... They just want to destroy each other. And you can feel that as a as the match goes on. I think with Natsupoi, it's so interesting now that she's in Cosmic Angels, and I, I continuously say this, but she has, she somehow managed to transform from being a great wrestler to, like, someone who's, like, the complete package in terms of character, in terms of, you know, her role, which is just this phenomenal baby face, and, of course, again, still a great wrestler. But watching her wrestle kid it was like it was a good heel versus baby face match but it was so serious that you almost 
it almost blurred a little bit, which was really interesting to me. Um, but I loved watching this. I, I'll admit, I all I have in my head is the main event the day after. So like remembering this day one has been a, a very fun struggle for me. But overall, <laughs> I really did enjoy this match. Um, it was another good showing for both, and yeah, Starlight Kid won. I have a uh, far less to say about this match. I was not crazy, like, and I I kind of I kind of brought this up on uh, this week's Starm Quest, but like I. And I've told you this. I've let the cat out of the bag. I actually don't dislike Starlight Kid that much. Like, she's in, like, my top 12 wrestlers of the year. I watch her a lot. I enjoy yeah. a lot of her matches. She's been having a great tournament, I would even say. But I, I just... I don't know what it is about this pairing, but it's always left enough for me to, like, want more from them. Sure. And I'll I'll always feel disappointed by their matches. And I'm starting to wonder if it's a me issue. It probably is. And just my perspective of how they wrestle. Um, mm. But like even... I'm even, sure you like want I more was, high speed. That's part I do. Of it. I mean, that, sure that's, that's definitely true. Definitely part of it. It's definitely... That, that's true. And I think... I don't know. I think they wrestle a style against each other that I'm just not particularly crazy about for either of them. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they both have better matches in them with separate people. And yeah, I, I mean, Starlight Kid... Uh, up until really recently was in like three of my matches of the years, right? Yeah. Natsupoi is in my second favorite match of this year, period, right? right? Yeah. Uh, my favorite Joshi match of the year, period. So I know I enjoy their match. Like, I know that they can do great stuff. Mm-hmm. I just have been very critical of their bond together. It feels just, yeah. it doesn't fit with, with what I want, I guess. This match, I will say, one of their better matches together, uh, Probably like I, I still think I liked that high speed title match the first time more. I agree because um, it was a bit. It just felt fresh. Yeah. Uh, now I just feel like okay. I expected a lot of these spots um, <laughs> and everything else. I was just like, yeah, that was that was fine. That was good. Um, so I would say that one's still my favorite. This was definitely like second though. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the as the thirty minute one by a long shot. Uh, and the no. Cinderella doesn't really count because it's a Cinderella. So right. I, I thought this was a, f- a fine match, but it definitely felt a bit uh, a bit incomplete to me, I guess, which is, is probably just a me thing, but it, it felt a bit vapid, I guess. I think they both wrestle... They wrestle other people so much better than they wrestle each other. Like, they... Like, yeah. If you look at their Julia matches, for example, like they kind of try to wrestle like this hard-nosed physical style against one another, but it works so much better against someone like Julia and they do it better against Julia. So I get where you're coming from as well. I, I, I obviously enjoyed the match and I, I have been talking about how Starlight kids really, she's put together a game where she can do a little bit of everything now, like adding the numero dose. I have no idea what she calls it. She might call it something else by now. You don't have to call it anything else. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. Uh, it's the like, leg a- destroyer, man. <laughs> yeah. It was, adding that to her repertoire has been like, I think one of the best changes she had, because she's really good at like doing the dragon screws and yeah, she's not, she's not desperado, right? When she does it, but I think, He's taught her really well. If uh, I'm assuming she's he is the one that taught her all this, and I hope it, so, or else he just, uh, she just yeah. stole it, <laughs> right? And, and it's added just so much more to her game, which I really enjoy. But we'll move on to the next show here because 
we we are i i went a little you know slow me. i know well there, yeah. i want to talk about this <laughs> next show way more than i wanted to talk about this show. i get that so so uh that's just uh the way it goes uh, i don't need to talk about the opening tag even though it was better than i had any thought i know no one watched it but it was better than yeah, I expected. No. I thought Saida and Momokogo were actually really solid against Utami, especially. And Lady C was fine. Anyways, anyways. Uh, Kogo versus Unagi Sayaka. This was one of those times where I thought Unagi might get a win. And then she did it. Um, poor poor girl continues to lose. Uh, like we said, not much, not much to go on. But I actually enjoyed this in terms of how she came out of the gates, right? She attacks Koguma right off the rip. You know, she's trying to get the upper hand right now because she just can't find any success. And in the end, she was she was winning, she was winning, she was winning. And then Kumaro, you lost. Or just like that. And I thought it was That's really crazy, good booking. Because you see the look on Unagi's face after, and you're like, she's just, you, you feel so bad. <laughs> like, she yeah. has made me feel so bad for her. And if that's where they're trying to go, then a job well done. But man, like, oh, the way she lost this was really sad. <laughs> I, I, it's funny because the the night before the Risa Sarah match was a double countout. I expected this match to be a double countout, um, because of just all the bits because they've done in the past. past. Yeah, yeah, but it turned out that nah, Unagi just in the mud. That's the thing. <laughs> like, she, <laughs> there's like there are no bits to to make up for the fact that she is so down, like just in the dirt, just absolutely just. It, like just in bad shape there's no there's it's no crazy. nothing to nothing to mask it they can't even do like a bit to like be like oh well she lost because it's funny haha <laughs> oh they did the they did the thing no she just lost again no she had one of koguma's most serious matches of the tournament yeah like that's crazy <laughs> that is insane uh what a what a wild wild booking road it's been it's been a year league. man it's been a it's been a long year for unagi it unagi has fans. she had that sayakamitani match and it's been all downhill from there <laughs> um yeah. in terms of just her and i think she's had some good matches in this tournament not like uh, out of this world go out of your way to see it i know i did enjoy the tam one because i'm out of my mind but she's you know. pretty consistent she is she is she's not She's really good when she has to, you know, be the underdog in a match. Like, that's her best role because, as yeah. you and Alex often talk about, she's really good at getting her ass kicked. And mm-hmm. that's pretty much been her tournament. So it's like, oh, this has been pretty good. Um, but, you know, she's not winning <laughs> at the end of it. It's like she's going through another seven-match series, except uh, she's also wrestling some of the weaker wrestlers, so she might get a win. But yeah, it's 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 weird yeah. to see. It's like backwards booking in some ways, but hopefully she turns it around soon. Uh my Sakurai versus Saki. I legitimately don't remember this match. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think I watched it yesterday too, which is the sad part. And I don't remember a thing that happened in this match. I know Saki won. That's it. That's I, all I remember. I, I, I'm gonna be honest, this is the only match I didn't watch because I didn't have time. Uh, I, I knew it. I knew I, I didn't I knew. even think about watching. I I'll I'll <laughs> Go back and watch it when I have to nah, watch the next okay. show. But nah, it's okay. I just was like, ah, you know. Yeah, I don't remember a thing that happened. I truthfully don't. So we're gonna move. <laughs> we're gonna move on. I literally just looked at it on my my list here. I'm like, did I watch this? I that did watch happened, it. Really? 
I went into the Star World. It says I did watch it. So that that's even more sad. Uh, Mina Shirakawa <laughs> versus Starlight Kid. Um, we talked about both of them a lot. I thought their match was pretty good, all things considered. Um, Starlight Kid won with the numero dos, which was the most important part because I was saying how I want her to win with this damn move. She's going to keep doing it, and she won. So that was that was my biggest takeaway. Um, I don't love technical Mina. You just said that from the last match, and I want to yeah. bring it up again here. I don't love technical Mina. I think she's just better at, you know, kind of just tossing forearms and, you know, doing some kicks and whatnot, even though she's not like a, a kicker per se. But I think she's good at just kind of standing up and fighting and being a little more emotional and serious, not in terms of the Joker. We don't bring up the Joker, but what a classic. I just, I'm not, I just don't love the technical side. And I know I, I said this, I said this on Twitter and some people were like, well, yeah, I was like, when did Mina Shirakawa go around and decide I am a technical wrestler now? People were like, oh, well, this yeah, like, is when she's at her best. And I was like, what? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I've seen her at her best. I've seen her at a very high level. Those, um, those are those Twitter journeys where you're like, all right, that. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let this go. I'm just going to let yeah, this go. Yeah, I mean, like this match is a bit odd. I think it's I think the like most messed up part is that she keeps losing to submissions yeah, <laughs> and like it's just like it's just like that is that is that is tragedy in pro wrestling. Is somebody being like, you know what? I'm going to be a technical wrestler. I'm going to prove that I can beat you with a submission, and that I'm I'm technically sound, and that I'm more than just. And then they just get submitted every she time. She made Ami Saray tap out, didn't she? And yeah, and I was like, <laughs> what? Like that's that's the payoff, <laughs> especially now that she's lost. Like two matches that she could have won like yeah. she wasn't going to just because of like tournament match or whatever but these were like winnable upsets but mm-hmm. she just lost them both by submission and it's like damn that ami sorry is that looks even worse for both of them <laughs> like now yeah. ami sorry just is like the the woman who got beat by the figure four that mina has started using randomly uh <laughs> and mina shirakawa what beat somebody in the future division who's strong yeah. but that's that's her entire that's her tournament. She beat she beat Momo. Well, she beat and then Momo. Momo beat the shit out of her like two oh, weeks yeah. later. <laughs> well, I was gonna say she beat Momo, but like Momo also like hasn't won much, so that wasn't as big of a deal. As... Momo has a wrench problem, man. Yeah, um, she does, but it's okay because I like. She's addicted it. to that. I like it that way. It, like if we're gonna come up with an excuse of why she's losing, we'll make it be the wrench. Um. Yeah, I mean that is the excuse, but yeah, yeah, Nina's just been suffering. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um. And I also thought it was funny because, like, I thought Starlight Kids, uh, you know, destroying Mina's knee was so much better than the way Mina does her technical stuff. And I was like, ah, but this is technical wrestler Mina, so I must, I must recognize her in this respect. But I'm just trying to be annoying now. So let's talk about Julia versus Ami Saray, which I'll probably be annoying for as well. Um, Julia versus Ami Saray. Um, I in my uh, Voices of Wrestling um, review for this, and Alex knows what I say about Ami Saray, which is that I call her a tree in that I find her very uninteresting, um, but she can be a good base for a match. Um, I am not on the Ami Saray train. I understand that. 
but I've started to slowly recognize she's not bad or anything. I just don't find her interesting. And I thought the way they did this match was very smart, though, of Julia kind of like, I use this reference of chopping down the tree, of, (laughs) you know, hitting her with as hard as she can back and forth, back and forth, you know, using submissions to get her down and then ultimately winning with Bianca. I thought it was a smart worked match. Um, Ami Saray kind of like it's her, her term is so weird because she got big wins, obviously, but then she like looks like a future division wrestler sometimes against certain people. Like we said, she tapped out against Mina Shirakawa. Um, I thought she looked fine in this match. Um, I did like the way they designed it, though, of, you know, Julia just having to work her down, work her down, and then ultimately made her submit, which, again, Ami Saray loses via submission, which is wild to me. Yeah, I mean, we are not that far removed from God's Eye doesn't lose. Uh, and I think I still haven't Ami, figured that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think Ami is kind of like, like she's just losing now. Not even like just in these matches, but in like tag matches. Like she she loses matches now. Well, she should. Wild. Yeah. No, I agree. I've, <laughs> I, I've always thought she should lose. In fact, I'm a bigger fan of her now than I was a couple months ago. Largely in part because she wouldn't lose a couple. She I is feel Alex's like... woman. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hates when people say that. Uh, but but no, know. like I and like obviously it doesn't work for everybody because people get pushed differently. Blah 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 blah. But I think to really like appreciate a wrestler, you have to see them win and lose at mm-hmm. some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it works. Because um, a wrestler has to be good at losing just as much as they're good at re- winning for them to be a complete wrestler, right? If somebody can't lose and they, it just like feels, then that's bad. Like if they can't sell, blah, blah, blah. all of that technical stuff that nobody cares about. But I was kind of of the opinion that's like, I want to see more from Mommy. I want to see like, just a more depth to her. And I feel like I've gotten some of that. Uh, she's still a Kyoko. Her and Mirai will always be the Kyokos. <laughs> uh, because, you know, Kyoko Noe uh, notably didn't have a lot of depth to her when she was getting her big push back in back in 91. Uh, and me and Alex love to criticize that a lot. So, yeah, but we still consider them Kyokos. But I definitely think that they have both improved her and Mirai. Uh, I think Ami's improved at her own pace and oh, in her own way. But yeah, I thought this match was okay. I didn't take notes for like these first few matches, so like I have no like immediate points. <laughs> yeah, I'm so okay. used to being like being like, oh yeah, that that was cool to happen. I just remember this was like a fine match. Uh, yeah. not, I didn't take a ton away from it, but yeah, I think Ami's gonna gonna get there. I think she's she's improving. Yeah, she just has day. to learn. Uh, she what... could definitely use. <laughs> she has to learn what um what emotion is, and then she'll be fine. Yeah, I think she needs the pre-match promos because I remember, mm, I remember mm-hmm. one time she was like, "Utami followed me on Twitter. I'm going to make her know who I am." <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Yeah, like, hold so on, I did, and I rewinded it. I was like, "Did she just say what the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> and like, I was like, "You know what? This girl, this girl has something." Uh, like one of those like a lot of star wrestlers have it that like charming kind of just like awkwardness to it. Uh, mm-hmm. But you don't see it in like a wrestling match because that's not what the point of wrestling matches are, right? Unless right. you're Mayu, right? But yeah, just I think pre-match promos would probably help her. It would be a little bit funny, you know, get her a little bit, a little bit out of her shell um, from a character standpoint. 
I agree. And speaking of pre-match promos, we got them back for Saya Kamatani versus Mirai. Saya said a little, uh, pretty much nothing. Um, she was just <laughs> like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go wrestle." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Uh, I but agree. I thought Mirai's, I thought Mirai's was actually pretty good. She calls herself Cinderella Mirai, which I don't know if that's been a thing all this time. She's, which is she's, very funny. She's banking on that one win, man. Yeah, she is. Um, but I actually I enjoy what she had to say. Um, and I thought they had a very good match i really did enjoy it it was 15 minute draw for everyone that doesn't know which we've avoided a lot of them so at this point they don't affect me as much as they will you know in three months when we're doing it every house show again but (laughs) i i liked the work that they had in here i think mirai has really improved throughout this tournament really figured out the wrestler she wants to be because i think that was you know, I'm someone that liked Mariah. I obviously have supported Mariah. And then, you know, around the time that her and Ami Saray were going 30 minutes with FWC, I was like, all right, all right, let's chill out here. We got to, we got to, we got to take a step back. You know, there's some things that aren't fully clicking here. And the best version of Mariah is being the baby face who fights back. I think. I think that's her best because of the way, and I know she does submissions and stuff, but if she's not just doing that for the whole first 10 minutes of like, if she's not the one in control, I think she works better. And I think that was on uh, display here because the last couple minutes, or even to go to that JTO tag, she worked out really well in that because she wasn't the main focus, but anytime she was in there, she had a certain fire. Um, and she had a fire here. Uh, when she hit the like jumping lariat to absolutely wipe out Saya, I thought that was great. And I love her lariats. Don't get me wrong. Even though sometimes she just wildly swings and hits people like probably really painfully sometimes. Like she clubbed poor Saya in the back of the head in this. So that was great. Um, but I, I love thought it when she does that. She like she'll like she'll call it a lariat and she'll just punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, she'll just absolutely club the poor whoever it is. This time with Saya, and it looks great because it's and because then yeah, she's like screaming. She's like, yeah, I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing out here. We'll see where we'll see where it hits. <laughs> uh, but I thought the end of this match is especially good. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't either of them's best match of the tournament or anything. I think they both have better matches with elsewhere. But I still thought it was really, really good, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and it was—I know a lot of people loved, loved, loved the Wonder of Stardom title match they had. But I, I think this really showcased a better way for these two to wrestle. In yeah. that, and and I think that was my biggest takeaway. I was like, I walked away from this being like, oh, see, if you did this for a title match, I'd be all in because this worked perfectly um so, yeah, that, I, I don't know how you that was actually that was exactly my take on it was um i thought it was a good match but i my main takeaway was that it made me confident to watch them again in the future mm-hmm. their their wonder match didn't really make me like excited for any future matches that they have uh i i thought it was like good it was okay but i i was like okay i'm i'm good now i am satisfied with this pairing i don't need to see it mm-hmm. anymore <laughs> you know right. like i, I just I didn't feel anything about about it, uh, but I think this match kind of remind me that's like they have more to do. They could, yep, you know, they, they they have a better match in them, uh, even this and then that that wonder match. So yeah, mm-hmm. I I think that's what I took away from it more than anything was just yeah. 
they have they have some they have some amongst each other they do they do and i think i think the visual idea that mariah was coming in on the win without winning is really good for other reasons because it doesn't it means she doesn't necessarily need a title match or anything but also it's like yeah she can beat saya kamatani she just needed 30 seconds to do so um so it's yeah. a nice little nice little nudge there for her um but yeah, all right uh we have two matches to talk about here and then uh we're gonna look a little bit at the upcoming schedule all right so the next match here on the wonderful saturday uh was a saturday no sunday show was tam nakano versus risa sarah and personally I think this is my favorite Tam Nakano match of the tournament. Um, I know she has a big weekend coming up here. She's fighting Shuri and Utami, and I'm sure I'll probably be saying something different by the end of the weekend. But I really enjoy what her and Risa Sarah did here. Risa Sarah, you know, we talked about it earlier. She has been nothing but wonderful in this tournament. She brings such a different element to stardom that i don't think they have right like she has this entrance that you know she feels like a big deal then when she gets in there you just know it's going to be brutal you know it's going to be physical you know she's going to make her opponent have to you know go up another level and mixing these two who i think are both kind of insane in their own right like you know Tam's a little Tam's a little nutty and Reese is just, you know, as as we have we have all talked about for so long, she has no problem just going as far into violence as she may. So when I got to see these two go head to head, I thought it was really entertaining. I think they have a even better match in them in the future. It's one that I'd yeah. love to see. But for a first-time scenario, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I, I feel similarly. Um, I would say it's also Tam's best match in the tournament. Uh, her match with Azumi was also very, very good. Mm, um, yeah, the okay, going to want me to bring that up for sure. I think that's his favorite <laughs> match in the tournament so far. Um, uh, it's also one of like it's it's it was a really good match. I'd say this is up there with that. Uh, I I just like the bomb throwers, you know what I mean? I love it when they mm-hmm. just go kind of crazy with it. And I think Risa Sarah is the perfect wrestler to do that. Mm-hmm. I we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but I really do think that Risa Sarah has brought something to this tournament. Yeah. Uh, I Honestly, a uh, hot take, I think she might, uh, as of right now, have had a better tournament than Suzu has. I mean, obviously, Suzu has had less matches. Um, so it's kind of harder. And by the end, Suzu will probably be looked back on as the more consistent of the two, considering Risa Sarah had one or two stinkers in there. But yeah. Risa Sarah has really found a way to elevate nearly everyone she's wrestled. Like I remember that match with, with Momokogo like last month was just randomly really, really good. And I feel like she's it's like she has a certain vibe to her that just really like makes everything feel more intense. And I think that's what this match got out of her mm-hmm. more than anything else. I, I really liked it. Uh, and yeah, I thought, obviously, like, there was a bunch of spots that we can go over. Like, the, like Tam did a, a cutter off <laughs> of the apron yeah. where, like, she just ate all, like, she just, every it was bit of such, it. it was such, like, a nasty bump from, for her. Like, Risa Sarah was fine. 
Yeah, Risa Sarah saved your ass. Yeah, she, ass. she was like, she's like, ah, I ain't gonna. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's you. That, this one's you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like just like crazy stuff like that. Obviously, I love Risa Sarah's spin into the yeah. chairs. I think that's oh my God. just such a fun spot. Um, Terrifying. Yeah. Honestly, Risa Sarah's so... been killing it entire yeah, tournament. This match is just another one of them. Uh, one, one of the better wrestlers in the in the red star red star block. Uh, just in terms of match quality in this tournament. Yeah, I think it will be interesting to look at Risa Sarah and Suzu's tournaments because I think they're both in a very different spot of Suzu. She has a block around her that they're pretty much stacked to the top, right? Like the yeah. Blue Stars block is by far the stronger block. While the Red Stars block, you see half the field really being actual, like, all right, they're not necessarily at a certain level, so where can this wrestler bring the them to? And Risa Sarah has really brought everyone, like you said, one or two stinkers, but has pretty much brought everyone to a level where even if it wasn't like a match of the tournament or just a fantastic match, it meant something, if that makes sense. Like, it, yeah. it it had meaning to it, and it felt like there was growth for the other person while Risa Sarah did what she does. Like, her match with Unagi was actually really, really good because, you know, Unagi went out there swinging, and then Risa Sarah just was like, all right, that's enough. And, right, like, walked through her. But at the same time, it's like, well, Unagi went in there and showed some fight, even if she got destroyed. And that's kind of where Risa Sarah works. Like, Suzu, I think, has had, if you want to go, like, a star-based thing, I probably enjoyed Suzu more. But if you want to go on a just overall, like, persona. More bang and, for your buck type of thing. Right. More bang for your buck in terms of, like, getting more out of the matches. I definitely yeah. think Risa Sarah has that in terms of just story and she, she maybe it's just her presence. Maybe it's just her veteran spot, but also again, I think it does go back to the block. She is one of the higher people in terms of like prestige here in this block. I'm not saying Suzu's not, but Suzu is, you know, wrestling Mayu and Julia and Momo and, Hazuki and Sai kind of expected, right? Expected exactly. Risa well. Sarah's wasn't expected as much. I think I I said at the beginning of the tournament, I think she'll have a great tournament, but I think she's still blown away my expectations and a lot of other people's. Yeah, totally. Um, but let's get to the main event now. Um, this was Momo Watanabe versus Suzuki, a match that, if this doesn't shock anyone, a match I was very much looking forward to. Um, I walked away from this match with a lot of thoughts. One, I thought it was fantastic. It's one of my favorite matches of the tournament. It is not my match of the tournament. You know, I, I slept on it. At least I watched it late last night, and then I watched, I rewatched the final stretch this morning. Uh, by the way, fantastic yeah. stuff. It's not my match of the tournament, but it's high up there because, one, I obviously love Momo. I love Suzu. That goes without saying. But they... They went to the level that I think a lot of people want all Suzu matches to go to mm-hmm. of like she just has this aura around her. And this was the first match 
And I, if you listen to Stardom Quest with Alex and Dylan last week, I think they highlighted something really important that Suzu Suzuki's having great matches, but she still is two levels below where you expect her to be because she's that good. Yeah. And this felt Up like until this point, she's definitely pigeonholed herself into right. a certain way, right. and. It, uh, I feel like they both kind of pushed each other out of their comfort zones, yes. and it made it a lot better. But sorry, yes. go ahead. Like, just the way Suzu carried herself in this match, and really this weekend, because I think the Ida match started to hint at it. Like, she felt very confident. She knew she was kind of the the one of the match. And then in this one, she, and like you, I think you perfectly said, they, they brought each other, the best out of each other. And Suzu, you know, when she was when she got tossed on a German suplex and got right up and just like had like a look on her face of like, yeah, I just did that. Like, let's go. <laughs> and then she got wrecked again with the, I think she got I don't remember what uh, Momo hit her with, but it was like perfect because she was like, yeah, that was nothing. And then she got absolutely destroyed. But she just had that confidence that you expect out of Suzu in her best matches and this is also why I still think Momo is one of the best in the world. She can flip the switch and do this whenever she wants, right? She can do this whenever she wants. It's just a matter of how deep does she go into the Oedo Tai heel shtick that she wants to. And this was one of those times that I thought the Oedo Tai heel stuff benefited a match. Yeah. Because in the end, it made Suzu look badass, right? Like Momo's getting uh, Daiji's attention and then Starlight Kid hits hits Suzu with a chair, but minute you know, a minute after that, Suzu wrecks all of them with a chair. She didn't need help. She just wrecked I think, them all. I think great. that's that's one thing I like about wrestling sometimes is when mm-hmm. people are kind of like given the over on someone because it makes sense. So like mm-hmm. sorry, dog is barking in the background. Um okay. so like Suzu getting hit with like a weak chair shot to the like back like the mm-hmm. lower back yeah she's a deathmatch wrestler <laughs> uh Tai's stuff isn't gonna cut it no. um, you know like so when she just got back up and hit kid in the head with a chair shot i was yeah. like exactly uh-huh. yeah like and, and i forget i don't know if it was if it was velke or what i was i was talking to to one of the one of the guys about it and it's like the the when are when is Oedotai going to realize that real deathmatch wrestlers are not scared of the wrench? Like as right. a joke, like I'm like the Rena Yamashita match, she ain't gonna just lose to a wrench <laughs> like that. That's not how that works, right? You know, like ain't like she <laughs> she had a a three hundred pound dude whack a bunch of light tubes on her <laughs> head two months ago. I I think she's cool yeah. with a little wrench shot, you know, and I I, yeah. I like when they kind of develop that where it's like, yeah, Suzu can fight fire with fire way harder than a way to tie can, oh, yeah. and that's how she won the match. And I thought that was a great dynamic, a great kind of story to tell. Other than that, the match itself was really really good. Mama was teeing off, which I'm she always was. cool with. Uh, she started really early with those kicks. She was she was throwing them. Um, yeah, I, I everything was clean about this. I really liked it. Well, I've I'm a noted disliker of the way Oedotai does a lot of their heel stuff. It feels very like this is the disjointed. way it should go. Yeah, this was this was like a prototype, like good Oedotai match, um, which isn't surprising since Momo is Momo. She's still really, really good, yeah. even if I give her a lot of flack for not necessarily always living up to 
the standards that I've had for her over the years, mm-hmm. but that's just kind of how it is nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. She she flipped the switch. Um yeah. Susie flipped the switch. The the crowd roared when Suzu hit Momo with the wrench. And I thought that was just such a great spot. And then she, of course, hits her double Germans for the win. Uh, just just fantastic stuff. And really, it's what I look for out of these two. It's what I hoped for out of these two. This match reached the potential. And, you know, selfishly, I hope that we get this match many more times down the line because they clicked instantly. I'd like to see this match where Momo doesn't care about a wrench or he'll help. And I also it's want... wild that Momo kicked out. Yeah. The wrench tequila shot. I was yeah, like, it was, huh? I feel like that was, was definitely, that should have been the finish, but I mean, yeah. she wanted to win with a German. So she won with a German, but I was yeah. like, it, you kind of buried your own finish, bro. <laughs> like, it, it, like you got hit with the wrench as hard as possible. And you kick out. I guess the way to look at it also is like it it showed that she's not like the bottom of the barrel either though like she can kick out or yeah. something like that still That's true. which is nice but I agree it's like oh well if you use the wrench and you can kick out of it then why 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 do you use it in the first place if they like if everyone yeah, can kick point? out of it um but, clearly she has moves that have a higher success rate <laughs> by like a million <laughs> yeah the, the wrench continues to be the story for momo and her uh failures but it's a good story i think in the long term hopefully hopefully they deliver on it hopefully but suzuki uh this was this was her match she's back in the running um all of a sudden she's at eight points at four and four she's gonna have to win a few more to really be in it come the final night but this match felt like the match to spark that interest again in her versus julia and make it heated up which is really, I think, what what she was in need of. Um, despite having a great term and having some great matches, you needed yeah. something like this to reignite the fire. Uh, but a great show there. Uh, the, the next show just got, as I said earlier, just got uh, put up. So I have no idea if anything's good from it. It's not the best card. It was actually the fi- I called it the final week card of the tournament, um, which might be mean but like when you look at the next three days of full tournament action it's not even close uh so here are the results just to get people up to par so my uh micah defeated my sakurai she now has 14 points tan nakano defeated momokogo also at 14 points Azumi defeated Unagi Sayaka. Another match I thought Unagi might win um Azumi's now at 14 points as well Koguma uh lost to Risa Sarah. Risa Sarah's at 13, so she's still in the running. Utami defeated Saki to get to 12. Uh, she is kind on the outside looking in, but still has a shot, obviously. Uh, Mina Shirakawa lost to Suzu Suzuki. So Suzu Suzuki with the 3-0 weekend, and like we said, a much-needed 3-0 weekend. Uh, so coming up here is really the exciting... This is the exciting weekend, right? This is the big weekend um, in a lot of ways. Now, I know the final is a different animal, and that's next weekend, which is kind of crazy. Like, I know this tournament has been long, but it's still kind of crazy to think that we're already here. It feels crazy that's ending, yeah. Yeah, like, and I'm going to miss it because we're going to go back to house shows, and I'm going to be so sad. But at least Tag League's coming. I'm hoping they do a 
yeah, I hope they do. I hope they do a big tag league. Like I hope tag league matters because sometimes it does. I hope it doesn't. I hope we got if they can do what they did last year because I really enjoyed last year's, but pick it up to mm-hmm. a notch like they did this year with the five star. Even I think they'll be great. They have so many outside tag teams they should include. So yeah, I'm really really you know, hoping that that, they do. that is one thing about the Tam Nakanori Sarah match. I don't even think I touched on this on Storm Quest. Uh, it seems. Like Risa mm. Sarah is, is eyeballing those those tag belts. Yeah, if we do um, Tam Nakano, Nazi Poi versus Sarah and Suzu for the tag titles, then uh, that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. And I'll be upset, though, that Nazi we didn't get Nazi Poi beat Suzu. Damn, that's crazy. Wow. I, I, I'm just, I I'm that. just remembering like matches that Suzu lost. Yeah. <laughs> Suzu lost a lot. That's well. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Suzu she did. Lost she did. A uh, lot. Risa Sarah, Risa Sarah also lost. To, there's no. There's no reason. There's. There's yeah. no reason unless they enter tag league. Prominence in the mud. Prominence in the mud? Question mark. Question mark. They just can't beat the Cosmic Angels. That's that's clickbait. That's clickbait. <laughs> They're both about to yeah. win the blocks. It's gonna be great. Imagine that. Yeah, let's just have a prominence final. I'd love it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. Uh, but that will not be happening. Uh, all right. So, so in as I said, in a couple hours, um, by the time you're listening to this, it might have already happened. Uh, we have a live Cork and Hall show for the first time since 2020, which is pretty crazy to say. Um, and it is one of the best cards to date has the match that i've most been looking forward to so here it is um dylan feel free to jump in if you want to talk about a match real quick but i'm gonna go through the card here so momo kogo versus saki saki kashima versus risa sarah azami versus koguma which is always big. that's uh, that's that's great. a big one i think a lot of people forget that's happening <laughs> that's an, that's especially a big one because like you took you check out the tournament maths. We did do a little bit of this on Starm Quest, but you check out the tournament maths. Uh, Koguma is still technically in contention despite only having ten points yeah. because mm-hmm. every single wrestler above her she has tiebreakers against. Um, yeah, crazy, especially if she beats Azumi here, uh, and then she has Utami, right? So she has tiebreakers against like uh, Himeka, Mike. She has tiebreakers against basically everybody. So if she wins against Azumi and against Utami, she and like a bunch of like other stuff happens, you know, to like all collude with one another. Like I'm pretty sure she could win the tournament technically still. She won't because yeah. it's very, very convoluted, but Koguma is still up there, right? Um, she's a real spoiler in this situation. She can spoil people off of maths and off of these last two matches with Azumi and Utami. She hangs around. I think she probably beats Azumi. Uh, yeah, uh, I do too. So yeah, you know she she's it should be great. The bear though. is in it. <laughs> the bear is in it. The bear is yeah, you know I, the bears I, had, I, a, weird had a, a... <laughs> a weird tournament. Weird tournament that it's like I, I haven't I been expected... crazy about it. Yeah, I expected so much more from her, but at the same time, she's still in the hunt. So it's like. All right, turn up these last couple of matches and we can in it'll be okay, right? She has Tommy and Azumi, like you said, chances to have her best matches of the tournament. Um, I'm hopeful that that's what they do, and I think her and Azumi, it feels like a layup to be at least a very good match. Um, and it's one to look forward to. If Azumi wins, then yeah. we are in we are in crazy town. I mean, she's losing to Saki Kashima, but 
it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It, it happens. Unless unless uh, she you know. loses well, she loses I'll, the Kogan. I'm coping until possible. Then. I'm coping until then. <laughs> yeah. I say she loses to Kogama uh, and then and wins against Saki. Maybe gets a Goto run. Maybe gets maybe gets the Goto style uh like a draw happens in one of the big matches and mm. Azumi makes her way through. Uh that that's that's I my mean. you know dream as as the guy with hashtag Azumi <laughs> five star in his in his Twitter. Um that's the goal. That's the that's the copium right there. But yeah, I mean she still has a chance. So a loss here doesn't really take her out. Uh, two losses obviously does, but I I am excited for the match, obviously. I I am too. Uh the next match is Sherry versus Tam Nakano. It's worth noting. I don't think enough people are talking about this. And I do think Tam Nakano is winning this block, but she's seven and two. Like she only has lost yeah. twice. She, can she has had the best tournament in terms of win loss, but her final three matches are Shuri, Utami, and Saki. So, yeah, a loss is coming, and I don't think it'll be to Saki. Uh, two losses could come as well. That is the interesting game we play here. But back to back days I mean, of Shuri and Utami's big. Three losses is possible. I think. I think the that Saki is, upset. The Saki upset is like what everybody's riding on or like questioning. Um, similar to like the Suzu upset, they're kind of uh, along the same lines because obviously, like kind of like the the preconceived notion is Tam versus Julia is the final. I feel like we've been, I mean, we did a special episode together and we were like, yeah, it's probably like realistically that's what's going to happen. Um, I think that that Saki match is really interesting, which obviously isn't this weekend, but it's really interesting because. Uh, Tam could just lose these next three because they're all very losable. You know, mm. next two are losable on merit. The last one is losable on you know, just upsets. You know, tomfoolery, all that, all that good jazz. So I'm um, I'm interested to see these last couple matches from Tam. Does she simply just steamroll and win forehead? I don't crazy. know. I don't. I I think she definitely loses at least one this weekend. Uh, but I will say they they've done a really good job at creating that. Like, oh, well, you know, she could lose to Saki, just like we say the thing about Suzu and Julia. Like, she could lose to and really just ruin this entire tournament. And the fact that they've even made me think that is an accomplishment on their part. And 100%. It, it, and this match, Shuri versus Tanakawa, I mean, last year, their tournament match was one of my favorites of the tournament. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what these two do in 15 minutes. I think I think Tam, and I know people love storytelling Tam, but I think Tam is at her best when she kind of just throws that out the door and just goes in there and throws bombs like you we were talking about with the Reese Sarah match. Tam, I think that's her at her best. Tam, when she wants to win the wrestling match, is always yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. Like when she yeah. wants to do something in the wrestling match, then it gets a little, uh, <laughs> you know, she wants to send a message. It's like, yeah, eh, okay. we'll, we'll be a little 50 50 on it. The, the result yeah. of how I feel about that match. Um, exactly. And somehow the blue stars block is just so much better on this day, which is crazy. Cause I just said Shuri and Tam and Azumi and Koguma, but here we go. Hanan versus Suzuki. Very interesting match. there. future of wrestling right there yeah. uh, between Hanan those could do two. some crazy things. She could. She's I had a great like tournament, I think, in terms of what in, in for expectations, I think Hanan's done really, really well. Um Natsupoi versus Saida, another match that could be really good. Won't get a lot of time, but 
I'll enjoy watching those two. Go they're ahead, both Jen. eliminated, so like they are. Yeah, they are. that's crazy. Not spoil the first like main eventer, maybe not main eventer, but first contender to be eliminated in the entire tournament is wild to me. But you know, it's not a good tournament at least. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully that doesn't. Uh, what's her remain? Eh, she has that and Mina Shirakawa left, yeah. so not not too much of a ride. She'll probably win out though. Eh, she yeah. could lose to Mina, but anyways. Um, Mirai versus Starlight Kid. Very interesting match there between those two. Um, be an interesting dynamic to see how that goes. Saya Kamatani versus Mina Sharikawa. I really, really don't need Mina Sharikawa winning that it, match. It, it smells like an upset. It smells I know like it does. I just read. I just read it out loud in my head. I was like, oh, please don't do it. Please don't do it. If I just want the Suzu title match, and then Saya can lose to Kyrie. I don't need a Mina <laughs> challenge. Uh, Mayu Iwatani versus Hazuki, a match that's a year in the making because uh, I think people forget that Hazuki returned by Hazuki challenged her, getting in the face yeah. of Mayu Iwatani, and then they just never did anything, and she joined Stars instead. So this match also seemingly has the um, Stars entry into the IWGP Women's Title Tournament on the line, like you know the way oh, they said really? it, like it based on the tournament. So to me, it's like okay. So if Hazuki, so Mayu's winning, so like yeah, Mayu's <laughs> winning. Well, Hazuki's also on her, you know, fall from grace here as we've been watching. So yeah, there's a real chance she is losing out um, with these two matches that she has left. But this should be excellent. I mean. I have no reason to expect anything less from them. Uh, I don't know what will main event this show. I'm sure it'll be Shuri versus Tam, but this belongs in that. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, do, I mean, it, do it you sounds think, like a good show. See, well, there's one more match that I haven't talked about yet. Oh, um, I forgot. Which is, of course, the match that I've been waiting over a year for. Um, yeah. Waiting forever for, which is Julia versus Momo Watanabe. It's happening finally a real match between these two um anytime you see them in tags they kill each other anytime you see them do anything together they kill each other but they've never had a real singles match they had a cinderella, they had match. cinderella i don't count a while ago but I yeah count, i don't count that come on cinderella when julia was still new and not as violent no just not the same yeah the, um, that first year was rough for julia i'm gonna be honest for me like i just i just did not vibe with her she was not even near as good as she is now. Um, yeah. If you like look back at some of that, like she had some like good matches, but not nothing close. Um, but this is a match, like I said, that I've been waiting for for a long time. Of course, it was set for the final night of the GP last year before Julia got hurt. Uh, so Momo moved on to the finals, of course. Um, I'm hoping based off what I saw between Momo and Suzu that, we're getting that Momo for this match and the Hazuki match. I'm, I'm I'm pretty certain. I mean, Momo's got Julia, Mayu Yutani, and Hazuki the rest of the way. So if she wants to be Momo, then she's going to have a very strong... Can I just say that you saying that makes it so crazy that Momo's eliminated? Yeah. That, like, she has three of the heaviest haters left, and she she's already gone. Like, it's, it's so like sad. these are all super losable matches for Momo, but she doesn't mm-hmm. even have to lose them. 
You know, like that's that's oh, yeah. wild. Uh, it's 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 upset territory. Like she's an upsetter now. That's yeah. that's her goal is to disrupt the tournament. Um, uh, well, which I don't know if she does that. Getting the upset, so I don't know if she does. I think Kazuki could get a win over over Momo and then still just lose out to Julia. Um, yeah, Julia just can't lose. <laughs> Julia can't lose any of these matches, or she's done. Well, no, she, she hasn't. She only lost. Well, if Hazuki like goes, uh, if Hazuki goes eight and four, well, Hazuki will go to sixteen. Yeah, and, and Julia and has. Ju- a, Julia can. If go, Julia loses one more, she has. She, yeah, she has to. Julia has to win out because she's six three and one. Yeah, pretty much. So it'll be interesting to watch. But Julia versus Momo, very exciting. And this is live, so that's even more exciting. We don't have to. I don't have to wait to see how this happens. I get to watch it live. Um, it's at a normal time for us here in the states, so that's even more exciting. Uh, yeah, it starts at, at like nine p.m. for me. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's not that early for me, but I'll take I'll take what I can mm-hmm. get. Uh, the next day, which is just another day full of matches, which are just so good. Uh, Micah versus Momokogo, Hameka versus Nagi. I really said it's really good. Then I hit you with Micah versus Momokogo. That's on me. That's on me. That could be good. Um, I feel like the Momokogo delivers a good mysterious place. And Momokogo is has used this tournament to really. She's been I think, working her ass herself off. Out. Yeah, she's been working her ass off. You gotta give yeah. her that. Um, Hameka versus Nagi Sayaka. Um, if Hameka loses, she's not out, but. She's pretty much out. I think. Um, I think. I think she is out. I think Unagi needs that win, honestly. Unagi needs a uh, win, unless she just straight up <laughs> loses out. Man, that'd be yeah. so tough. I think this match could actually uh, surprise some people. I think it would be. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be pretty good, at the very least. Um, I think. Tommy ha- I think a oh, bigger problem it. to discuss is that Micah. Sorry, Micah needs to lose against Momokogo, or else she like. She goes through <laughs> like she's at like she's at the point where like winning another match could be like a problem. Um, yeah, because she yeah, has what, no, two she's more. seven and you know? three. She's seven and three, 14 no, she has... points. Yeah, she's she got this match with Momo Kogo, and then of course the match make with Jamaica on Momo the final Kogo. night. Hmm. I still so, think like, that match she, in the final night is going to decide it. But... She would get up to, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I said at the start of this tournament that if it's not Tam on the Red Stars block side, I thought it would be Micah in that like Momo role from last mm. year or the Maker role. Like, oh, it's a good spot for them. They get some shine from it. They still lose. So I thought she was like the main entry for that this year, but I, I still think Tam wins. But yeah, now that we're down to like the final two matches, if she beats Momo Kogo, it's like, all right, Hameki's either got a beat her or they're going to a draw. While Tam Nakano can only lose one of the matches this weekend if she wants to win. So fun little uh fun little story to follow there. Um it'll be fun to see. And of course, Utami Hashida versus Tam Nakano. Uh we we know what they can do. They had a very they had a very overlooked tournament match last year because it was right after the Takumi Roja Shuri draw. And then it was followed by the Shuri Momo final. So it's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, no one remembers it was this a match, good match, but though. it was really good. Um, and then they had the, uh, I thought they had a good Cinderella match this year, even though it was, you know, 10 minutes and again, a draw. Went to so a draw that kind of just, yeah. Deflates I mean, a little I, bit. And I the think Cinderella deflates you. 
I think it's good. Yeah, it was a long show. Um, but I think it's it's good. I think that seven round match kind of tells you that they kind of have that chemistry where they could just kind of wrestle around and it still not be bad. Uh, I think a lot of wrestlers want to get that way with certain wrestlers, and it just doesn't really work out like that. But mm-hmm. you know, I think Utami and Tam they could just kind of go on autopilot and still have a decent match. So if they put a little bit, if they put attention into it, some care into it, they could have a really good match. Um, I think that's a good thing. So I think they could really deliver here if they want I to. I agree. I agree. And then on the other side, we got Sue Suzuki versus Ami Saray. Uh, that's a reasonably big match, seeing that Ami's had an interesting tournament. Uh, Mina Shirakawa versus Hanan. Starlight Kid versus Saya Ida. Mayu Iwatani versus Momo Watanabe, just one of the best go-to matches I think Stardom has anytime they want to run it. Um, yep. Their match last year in the tournament that was, a, was my... Payoff. Yeah, it was. It was my second favorite uh, in the tournament last year. I think the only match that I liked better was, in fact, the final with Momo and Shuri. That was when she, yeah, she debuted the Peach Thunder. That yes. was like a big. That was a. I remember watching with my friends. That was like a big moment. Like yeah. we were like, "Oh, she might be, she might be doing stuff this year." And she got got to the final, so she did do stuff. But yeah, that yeah. was a good match. Now look at where we are. She's out. <laughs> uh, we're in hell. We are in hell. <laughs> She's already out before her match with Mayu <laughs> yeah. even happened. Uh, brutal. Um, and then Julia versus Saya Kamatani, which is just crazy. You know, just kinda... I've been. That has to be a draw. Like I, I, yeah, I I've, so I've thought about it a bit, and that just feels like it needs to be a draw. I think Julia's going to. Oh, she has such a weird record. She's six three and one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wait, so a she goes six three and no, two. No, she's not. She's six. She's not six three and one. That would be too many matches. No, math. Uh, yeah. No, she has 10, Momo left. Saya. So she's six two and one. Six two and one. Yeah, she hasn't. She's six, only lost two, twice. She's only six, lost twice. Two and one, not six three and one. Um, okay, so this makes more sense. So she can she can lose one of these two matches and still be in it. It's just, I think I think I think you're on par with the draw there. That would make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, this isn't live, so that's the only it's the only that's the only sad part. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure it will be a great show. I don't know where it is. Takadona Baba. Oh, nice. Okay. So that should be interesting. But yeah, all right. So we're here on the final show of the weekend, which is Sunday. Guessing it's live. Um, Stardom in show. Oh, it is live. I think they already announced that because yeah. you can only see. Uh, you can DJ only see Pretty Dragon. You can only hear DJ Pretty Dragon if you watch the live show, which I think tells you all you need to know about if you should watch the live show or not. Uh, but it is Stardom in Showcase Volume Two. So that means insanity but we also have gp matches so we'll have saida versus hanan that i know i know that's a near and dear match to dylan's heart i yeah i mean it hurts how much <laughs> i'm rooting against ida uh for the first time ever yeah, um just like adamantly yeah i mean i i honestly i was talking about i'd be kind of sad if hanan didn't at least get those two points because i feel like i don't know she she could she deserves a couple points she I think has she's earned roll-ups it. Yeah, she has some good roll. She could definitely, she could definitely take the win. I I was sad when uh, Mina beat her. I was mm. like, man, that's where I want her to get her two points. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, can't always get what you want. Uh, I'll I'll take a win over over Ida from Hanan if I can. I agree. Suzu Suzuki versus Starlight Kid, a match that was supposed to kick off the tournament, 
uh, it's finally happening. All these, all these weeks later, months later, I don't know. It feels so long when I think that's about so that. crazy. It, it's funny because the tournament has flown by, but at the same time, when I think to those first two nights, it feels like a year ago. No, you know uh, what makes <laughs> it feel like so much longer ago is that that match was gonna be like an eliminator match for the catch the wave belt for Regina. Oh, because remember, right. Starlight Kids, like if I beat you, I want to, I want a shot at the, at the that's belt. Crazy. And is like, hey. I'm down, and Gami's like, don't you dare let her fucking beat you. <laughs> Not only did that happen, but Susan didn't even keep the title long Yeah, exactly. To she dropped it oh, like a week man. later. That's crazy. Well, this match should be great. I'm interested to see how they work off each other. Um, hopefully, they kind of embrace what I saw with Momo and Suzu more so, and don't go too 08 tight, which they don't usually do in Starlight Kid matches, so looking forward to it. Um, and now we get into the rest of the show, which, you know, <laughs> is Stardom and Showcase. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, we got the Falls Count Anywhere Fatal 4-Way, which is just so weird to see on a match like graphic. Uh, we got Mayu Iwatani versus Azumi versus Ram Kaichao versus Micah. Just the chairman. The chairman is here. Uh, very out of place in this match, but very much so. Um. The only sad part about this match is Mayu won't be on commentary to laugh again. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She'll probably make herself laugh in it instead, which is just... I wonder what crazy thing they do. Uh, I imagine Azumi wins again. Like, I think that'd be funny. I think that should be what they do, is have her win all of these. Yeah, she's just like the the queen of False Count Anywhere matches, just for no reason. And then when they they finally do one for, like, a title... She'll win. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna rest you with my specialty match. Falls count anywhere. It's like damn, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to that. It should be a lot of fun. The thing about these Stardom Showcase shows is like if you don't take it seriously, you just know it's gonna be a lot of fun, and that's yeah. what it looks like. It'll be yeah. once again. Uh, we got the Hardcore Rules match: Julia and Rina Yamashita team up to face Raka and Momo Watanabe. Uh, I know some people are really sad that like Raka isn't Starlight Kid, um, and I'm happy with it. I am too. I think it's fine. One, I think it's fine. Two, I do think that would have been the way it went if they didn't have to move Suzu and Kid yeah. to this show. Um, but it's fine. I mean, Momo would have taken the pin then instead of <laughs> instead of Ruaka. So maybe this is a win in, in at the end of the day. But it, it should be interesting. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited to see like what Ruaka can do in like a hardcore setting. Because um, she's never really done like I mean she has the box, you know what I mean. But like she's never really like been able to like really do a hardcore match because obviously she uh, was a child until like two weeks ago. Uh, but so I'm, I'm kind of excited to see like how she can kind of like, what if we have one of the greatest hardcore rest, hardcore Joshi wrestlers of all time in our, in our grasps right here. And she just doesn't know it yet. Like, I feel like she has that vibe, you know, she has the, the sharky type vibe, the, the mad dog military type vibe. I think she could definitely like bring something out and really, really prove herself really, you know, shine here, especially against someone like Rina Yamashita, who's like, built for this type of match mm-hmm. um and julia i think is gonna like she did well last time i think she'll do well this time as well yeah i i'm really looking forward to it i mean rini yamashita in stardom in any case is exciting her and julia yeah. are gonna have a cool vibe to them um 
yeah, I, 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 I'm with you. I think Ruaka can prove herself big time in this, and I'm already ready for her and Rini and Masha to lair at each other in the middle of the ring and just yeah, that'd be fun. Absolutely, smoke one another should be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I didn't mean to have you on for this, but I saw the I saw the groan uh, coming. Like that's uh, the crazy thing. I I read that. I saw that coming. Uh, we got Cosmic Rules number two. Uh, triple Threat, the end it's of summer. It's more called. Boobies. <laughs> we got Tam Nakano, Natsupoi versus Mina Shirakawa and Nagi Sayaka versus Galaxy Punch. Galaxy Punch is first tag team match in stardom <laughs> comes in cosmic rules as Saki and Ikari should usually team up. Uh, you know what the beautiful uh, thing is? Cosmic rules just means you wear a t-shirt. Yep. That is cosmic rules. And you can use water. That is that was I don't even know if that's rules. cosmic rules anymore. That, it's not uh, summer no change. more. Uh, that, well, it's the end of summer. It's the end oh, of summer. okay. So, so yeah, it's still, it's still in play here. Match. Still in play here. Um, I mean, the tag champs should probably win. <laughs> that's, you would think that's my biggest prediction. But if Saki and uh, Hikaru Shimizu win, cool. Maybe Unagi can find a match. I think that's Pink Kabuki. Happen. I think Pink Kabuki wins. Oh, you think they're going to connect? I think they're going to fight each other, and then that's how they lose. Man, I don't know. Did, I watched the first Cosmic this? Rules match. Was there was build it? to this? Cosmic I think there was match? a video that wasn't as deep as the last video okay um, but what if what if this cosmic rules match is just like pure work great and it like is then like it could be really hours. good like, like i look at really all these funny. wrestlers <laughs> i look at all these wrestlers and i'm like okay this could actually be like a really good match if they want it to be um so we'll see i think i think, I think that like obviously people have given me a lot of uh hate for my defense of the cosmic rules match. i think it's the fact you watch there. it twice I did watch it twice. No, because I, <laughs> I, I had to make sure that like I was valid or I felt valid in my own opinion. I, I forget things very easily. Um, I, I didn't like that match. I thought it was like, okay, like, but I just didn't hate it. So I was like, yeah, that, that was it. I just didn't hate that match and people give me flag for it. But that's besides the point. I do think that like it's just uh, Cosmic Angels are... You don't have to die on the hill for either no way. i know i got it no got no it. i'm not the thing just for you i mean just someone that In didn't general. like it i don't need to die on the hill of like it either it's like they do it it's it is what it is the crazy thing is i'm it. not the one i'm not the one who dwells on it fucking alex is the one who always brings brings it up i, know. It. I know i think it's because you said you watched it twice and that really that like, was that was a, that was mainly a <laughs> bit like that like i did watch it twice but like it wasn't like i like in like i analyzed it. it i just whatever. um but no i think i think cosmic angels has like a real capacity to do great comedy wrestling um like i i think that they all are just the most insane lunatics uh that think they're heroes but are actually just terrible people i think that's like prime for like good comedy stuff and they're all model like i i think everything works with them a, in a comedy format um Obviously, they can do things that uh, some people don't like uh, in the in the you know sexual overtones and whatnot. Uh, but I think they have the capacity for doing really really cool comedy wrestling. Well, so two, I, I want to see that. The two that are going to do that are on the same team, so maybe that maybe that's just, maybe that's safer. Um, having could Mina be, and Nagi on the same team, you but we'll really see. Know. No, I just think Galaxy Punch's tag team debut and stardom being this match is perfection. That's it's, really all that It's matters. absurd. 
Um, and then we have the main event, which I don't think a lot of people even know is happening, honestly, because like they have like one video and then they moved on. Um, we have the Shinigami Army versus the Rossi Ogawa Bodyguard Army Captain Falls match. Um, whew, all right, so we I got want to you- mention. Yes. Or, you know. You know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got you of Pro Wrestling Eve, as it says here on the website. Um, never it, the the Eve thing will never make sense to me because I've never seen her wrestle in Eve. She's wrestled in Eve like three times. Um, I think first, I think it was either for Visa or for oh, uh, Wave because Wave has to like identify you with like a company um, uh, until very recently. Yeah, uh, that could be it. But yeah, yeah. Um. So we have you teaming with. Two masked figures against the team of Lady C, Utami, and Shuri. So very cool to see Shuri and Utami on the same team. This is the first time ever, I'm pretty sure. I'm going back through the cage match to like make sure, because I know they did a couple mixed match tags. I just love yeah, the match. This, this is the first time. This is the first time Utami and Shuri have ever teamed up, and it's as the Rossi Ogawa defense squad. <laughs> going through this cage match by the way uh b Priestley beat shuri and utami in a three-way match and i don't want to think about that i remember that actually. i don't and i'm very happy i was happy until i until i did <laughs> um but yeah so uh who do you think the x's are i uh i don't know i haven't really thought about it um you who the hell is gonna i don't know i feel you like have it- you have a thought here for who's going to be X? I mean, me and Alex kind of came to the idea that it's probably like the Nomads. Mm. So it's like some semblance of Natsu, Takase, uh, even like more like freelancers, even like if it's uh, Takase, Matsumoto. My shit. Yeah, that, that'd be dope, honestly. It, it could be like, uh, it could be Matsumoto, like Hiroyo. It could yeah. be, I, I was thinking Aoki. Uh, it's Aoki. Mm. I think that would be pretty cool. I am a big Aoki fan personally. Um, she's really just been showing up, especially this year. I, I think it could be a lot of people, but I think Natsu is the prime candidate. That'd uh, be a big deal for <laughs> that'd be such yeah. a big deal. <laughs> I mean, she's back to torment stardom once again. You know, who does that yeah. describe? Try Unless to it's kill like Yasuo or something. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Don't do that. Don't don't even put that. She's in. coming no. back early. She's coming back early to tell. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be alpha female and Ava White. They're gonna be teaming with you <laughs> to try it's to. It's not gonna make any sense. Yeah. No, they're no. gonna wrestle uh, next week. But I always like these r- crazy reveals of people. I think it's always um, just a fun little thing to have on these shows, and we'll see how Stardom and Showcase Volume Two goes. But yeah, that is it for Stardom. Finally, uh, um. Uh, it's a long, busy weekend, and we're building to the final here, so it's very exciting. If you have been listening until up until this point, thank you for doing so. This was the free part of the uh, Five Star Joshi Show, of course, which you hopefully are either hearing on the Patreon or on the podcast feed. If you're not, then uh, what gives? Get over there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, get over there. Um, Grow up. If you want to hear me and Dylan talk about the Got to Move show and two great, marvelous tag matches, then you got to subscribe to the Patreon, of course, which you can do and listen to the whole show in full, which is a always lot. more enjoyable. You learn a lot happen? from your buddy Sean Rossap. You learn a lot from I know, the paywall. I know. 
with the five dollars. I remember that. I remember that spot. That was a good spot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if you want to, make sure to subscribe. But if you're listening to the free episode, talk to you next time. Uh, and have a great rest of your week. Check out Storm Quest. Thank you.